Welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Will. Today I'm joined by author Buzz Parcher, author of the Rotten series. Buzz, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Just uh, hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Got right. that summer heat going. Yeah, it's brutal out there. Yeah, I was in Texas last week and it was like 110. I think it was the hottest place in the world for a minute. Oh my, take the perfect time to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and stupid me, I forgot sunscreen, so I got burnt up like a lobster. Oh God, yeah. Were you on the ocean? Yeah, I was right in Galveston Bay, so I got to go walk it or yeah, walk in swimming in the Gulf of Mexico for a bit. Nice. Nice. Right it was on. great. So cool. um, I usually start by asking, what is your favorite horror movie of all time? So from listening to your uh, podcast before, I, I knew you were going to ask me that. And before I answer, I thought I had a pretty funny story about the last time somebody asked me that. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a small comic convention in my hometown at Defiance, Ohio. And these three, like, 13-year-old girls come up to my table. And I'm already terrified because all my stuff is, you know, extreme or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> I've read your stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh great, what am I gonna do with these like little girls at my table, you know? And they're just like talking like crazy. And the one girl asked me, she goes, What's your favorite horror movie? But she doesn't let me answer. She just keeps talking. And she goes, Mine is Barbarian. Have you seen Barbarian? Yeah, I've seen Barbarian. Yeah, okay. So she's like, they all get quiet and they're like, so all three of us FaceTimed each other and started watching Barbarian. And when the, the main like villain comes out that woman, Mm -hmm. you know, the girls are whispering to each other and they go, tell them what you called her. And she goes, saggy tit bitch. (laughs) And then all just like started busting up laughing. And it was like, it was so funny because like, you know, you remember being that age, like trying to find stuff you're not supposed to watch or whatever. And you could just kind of see, see that in their faces. But yeah, then they just started cracking up, talking about saggy tit bitch the entire time, <laughs> <laughs> which made me uncomfortable with some 13 year olds, but they, it was funny. Did they end up buying one of your books? <laughs> so the, yeah, the little girl, on my sign, I put 18 plus, you know, and but the little girl looks at my book and she goes, um, would you sell me one? And I was like, I've seen you running around all day. Your parents aren't here. That's that's their fault. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Buyer beware. So, uh, yeah. Angry parent messaging me on Facebook or something later. But Have you ever gotten that? The only thing I've gotten is uh, my daughter's cheer coach somehow came across my book. And my daughter comes home and tells her mom. So then I come home and they're both bawling, crying. They're like, they're like, oh, Kelly thinks you're like a psychopath because she read your books and all this other stuff. I, like, <laughs> I guess I did it right then. I- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your books are awesome. Like I, I think I posted something recently about them, or not too recently, maybe last year, about how they just blew me away, especially that first one, Rotten. Well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it's only been a couple years since I started, uh, publishing, but, um, yeah, that was my first one. That's my, that's my baby. Love that one. So I appreciate that. 
And then you had uh, what was it called? The last one you put out. Uh, is it Kill That Bitch or uh, She Has to Die or something oh, like that? Oh, I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna kill her. That's it. Yeah. 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 That one was. Yeah, this came out like March or something like that. But uh, yeah, that one was tough to write. Um, it's double the length of my other ones, so it's like 300 and some pages, which is long for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, I really like that one. I got to check it out. So what is your favorite scary movie? So my favorite horror movie, which I listened to a podcast of yours from last year. I wrote down his name, Del Howison. Yeah. 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 He tore my favorite horror movie apart, which is The <laughs> Witch. I love that movie. The Witch? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Witch. That just came out a few years ago. Um, you know, I'm really into like that puritanical, like witchy devil shit. So um, I love the vibe of that movie. But then, yeah, I was listening to that and he was just like, that movie sucks. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Dang, I think witchy devil shit would be a better title. I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those slow burn movies, you know, like the I kind of like the ambiance of it and stuff. Um, yeah, I just always love that movie ever since it came out. And if I had to go back to like childhood time, I'd probably go back to like uh, uh, the cheesy like Puppet Master. Oh, I love uh, Puppet Master. It's yeah. my guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's good. I uh, watched it recently, and just like the acting in the first one was just brutal. I mean, <laughs> it's a hard watch. Yeah, yeah. My daughter was sitting there. You know, she's eighteen, and she's like, "What? What in the hell are you watching? Like, this is stupid." But I don't know. I enjoy it. <laughs> They're like little figurines doing all these murders. Like, did you watch the uh, the reboot they did a couple years ago? No, I didn't. No, it's by, by uh, S. Craig Zoller. It's fucking amazing. Is it really? Yeah, I'll have to check it out because in that old one, yeah, so the little figurines attacking these like adults who could just like kick them across the you know room. <laughs> if they, like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it was funny as hell. I love them though. Yeah, me too. So uh, when you're writing, are you a plotter or a pantser? Oh, I'm definitely a pantser. Um, I'm a Pantser, I'm a moody writer, you know, like I can't stick to a schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just do it as I feel it. So it's kind of hard to, you know, plan stuff as far as releases because I can go for months and not feel like writing and just not do it. And then like this week, I just revised like 10,000 words in two days. Oh, damn. You know? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so it's, um, but as far as like plotting everything out, not really, you know, I'll start writing. And then as I get a, you know, further along in an idea, um, that's when I'll start like taking some notes and stuff and, you know, trying to work it out. But if I don't get to that point with an idea, I just push it to the side, you know, think maybe work on that one later or whatever. So. And as um, structure goes, what's the most important aspect of a book to you? Um. I don't know. <laughs> uh, really, like, as far as, like, when I'm writing, it's just, like, it has to come natural to me. And it has to just feel right. I'm, like, such a feeling kind of person that I don't have a good way of analyzing shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, yeah, this feels right. This sounds right. Or it 
sound stupid or like, you know, I write something and I don't like it, then it just has to like sound good to me. And that's worked for me so far. You know, um, I think the, the plots and stuff really work out, um, in my books kind of, kind of naturally. Like I don't have to go back and fix a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you do uh, multiple drafts or is it first draft is pretty much done? Yeah, I'll do multiple drafts. I'll do the yeah the first draft, which is like get the story down, and then when I go back through, I try to make it sound better, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I'll go, you know, I'll add stuff, you know, as far as like story wise and everything, if I get a better idea. But um, yeah, definitely multiple drafts. I gotta say, what I love most about your books is the uh, the suspense buildup. Like in part three of the Rotten series, I believe it is, where the girl's got that corn feeder down her throat, and they're like trying yeah. to fatten her up. I was <laughs> like, "What's gonna happen here? Like, is it gonna is it gonna go that route, or is it gonna she escapes, so or what's gonna happen?" Yeah, and I I love when I come across ideas like that because it was like I don't even know how I found it, but it was like some sexual fetish of like what? People, yeah, people like loving to like feed their women and make them like bigger and then they go so far as to like <laughs> like use like feeding tubes and shit and oh I'm my like, god yeah i'm like this is crazy so like i gotta put it in the book you know what i mean but like <laughs> <laughs> what part of the internet are you on <laughs> in some weird places man <laughs> <laughs> it's all research <laughs> yeah yeah even though i just came across it but whatever you know it's all good who are some of your uh, literary influences? This might sound weird, but like Kurt Vonnegut is like my favorite author of all time. And even though he wasn't a horror writer, obviously he's a you know just a literary guy. But like, I still feel like I can see a lot of his influence in my writing, especially in like some of the comedy parts that I'll put in there or like the, for example, the second book in my series called no one survives. Mm -hmm. There's a part where there's this guy standing at the, uh, you know, gates of heaven trying to get in and he hears the national anthem playing and he's like a real patriotic guy. So like, he starts freaking out and like trying to look for the American flag hanging in heaven somewhere, trying to salute it, you know, cause I got to salute it, you know, when the national anthems play it and shit like that. I feel like I got a lot from like Kurt Vonnegut books, you know, like I pushed it probably farther than he would or whatever, but that's like my guy. <laughs> I think I love the, uh, as the humor goes, I think the wrestling scene in part one where the guy just shows up at his house yeah yeah <laughs> and i got that like rotten is like i took a bunch of small short stories that i wrote like over my life or had ideas about that i never forgot and just made them into one one kind of cohesive story anyway it jumps back and forth a little bit but um and i think that's what makes it unique and uh yeah that, that wrestling scene um that was originally a, a woman, but then I was like, ah, let's make it two dudes, you know, they're going to date and then actually get in a wrestling match in the middle of an apartment. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, kid, you know, born in the eighties. So like, you know, the attitude era, the WWE man, like that was my shit when I was a kid. So like 
yeah, wrestling that came natural to write that scene too, for sure. Hell yeah. So what are some of your hobbies? Um, besides writing, I don't have a whole lot. Um, I like to, uh, live music. Definitely like to go to like concerts and shit. Um, but mostly it's just hanging out with the family when I have time. Um, I've been lucky in my life where I've been able to, you know, attend all my daughter's stuff through school and everything. And, you know, she's in college now. So when she's home for the weekend, it's all about just hanging out kind of boring for a extreme horror writer, but <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. People think that extreme horror writers are like the most fucked up people, but in my experience, they're like the nicest people and probably the most boring. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Like, uh, I guess Necrogoblicon is going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana on Monday. I might go to that. I don't know if you've ever heard of those guys or not, but, um, what is like it? Necrogoblicon. I haven't heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's some like, crazy metal band and they got like uh this goblin as like this dude just dresses up like a goblin and like he does their vocals so like <laughs> they're pretty wild man i might go to that on monday if i crazy monday night hell yeah so what do you got coming up you said uh you have a project coming out soon yeah it's uh uh halloween um themed book um i'm calling it carved um yeah it's gonna be about yeah some uh pumpkins that come back for revenge on all the humans that carved them up over the hundreds of years so i like that (laughs) (laughs) there's that vodka influence again yeah man i i don't know he just he always spoke to me ever since i was young so i probably have that all in there but um yeah hopefully it uh hopefully people like it Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So where can everybody find your work at? Do you have a website? Yeah, I do have a website, uh, buzzparcherauthor.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, um, Instagram. You search my name, Amazon. I'm on there. And before we close out, do you have any advice for up and coming authors? I think it's just to get out of your own head and just do it. Um, don't worry about the, you know, the small details and stuff like that. I think once you get a full draft down, um, you feel more confident and you can go through and fix it all later. But, you know, for me, it was just actually finally doing it and and yeah, so just do it, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you kind of get through that first draft, like you're saying, that's where you can build from. It's like the foundation to the house. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, you know, you think about it for so long and you get in your own head and then you're like, ah, this isn't good or whatever. Then you don't do it at all. And then now you're talking about writing a novel for 20 years before you actually do it. Yeah. You you become one of those people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Work the self. It all works itself out. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, Buzz, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for inviting me on, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, peace. Bye. Hey, Family Fright Night listeners. It's your host, Chase Will, here to quickly tell you about my latest novel, Moving Through, available now at Amazon.com. 
Moving through follows a group of high school seniors as they mourn the death of their mentor while inciting a school-wide rebellion against censorship. Clay McLeod Chapman, author of Ghost Eaters, calls moving through a clenched jaw of a novel, complete with brutally candid prose that reads like gritted teeth. Anderson Prunty, author of Dreaditation, calls moving through a visceral soul punch of a book. You can find Moving Through at Amazon.com or at ChaseWill.com. Hope you check it out.